Do more things that bring you joy than you're doing now. How can you add more joy to your life? How can you do more things that when you're on your deathbed, you're not going to regret? Like, how do you do more of those things now? And I, I'm, I'm telling, like, I'm telling you today, do more things that bring you joy today. Because the more joy that you're in, the more in alignment that you're in, you will literally attract more to your life. More attracts more. Like attracts like. Do more things that bring you joy to freaking day. Are you ready to decide it's your turn to live your most purposeful, profitable, passionate life? I'm Christina LeCure, former professional golfer turned confidence and success coach. I truly believe every one of us was put here for a God-given purpose, and it is our responsibility to live that fully. For well over a decade now, I've been turning my life as well as countless others around from feeling unworthy, incompetent, and without a purpose to living a life I cannot wait to wake up for even on days when shit hits the fan. And it all started with a decision. Yeah, you heard that right. I said God and shit in the same sentence. So clearly this won't be your typical podcast, but what I can assure you is that each week myself and my guests are going to enlighten you, fire you up, and having you walk away with stories and strategies to not only boost your confidence, but give you hope that at any moment in time, you have the power to decide it's your turn. Hey y'all, welcome back to the Decide It's Your Turn podcast. Today, I'm very excited for this one. It's a solo episode and it's just me for the last episode of 2021. I don't know when you're listening to this podcast. Hopefully it's live when it comes out on the last Thursday of 2021. But I am here to talk all about 21 lessons that I have learned throughout 2021. And I hope you guys enjoy today's episode. I've been thinking about this episode for a while and I thought, what could I do for the final episode of the year? The podcast is not quite a year old. We started in February of 2021. For all of you who are longtime listeners, I just want to tell you from the bottom of my heart, I'm so freaking grateful that you are here, that you're listening. This podcast is actually doing pretty well, and I'm unbelievably grateful for it. It takes a lot of time, energy, money, and effort to do this week in and week out. And I just, I'm so grateful that I have the ability and the passion to bring you the most amazing people who are deciding it's their turn. And like when I get to come on here and jam out with you on 21 lessons of 2021. And I hope if you guys like this, I'd love for you to like screenshot it, share it with a friend, tag me. I'd love to know if any of these lessons that I'm about to share with you over my past year, and I'm sure that there's been plenty more, but I've been been writing this list for like pretty much the last week. And I normally come on here for my solo episodes and don't really have, uh, you know, a list of things to talk about, but I thought (laughs) 21 topics, I probably should have a little bit of a list going. So I'm going to give you my 21 lessons of 2021. Crazy to think it's almost 2022. And uh, if any of them resonate, please share it, tag me, let me know it resonated with you. And then share a lesson with me too. Come find me on social media at the Christina over on IG. It's where I hang out most of the time. Or, you know, in the show notes, you can find a way to contact me and my team. I reply to all of my emails, all of my DMs, myself personally. So here we go. 21 lessons of 2021. And in no particular order, to be 100% honest with you. 
I am really bad with numbers and analogies. For those of you who have been here for the last, you know, 10 months, you know this about me. I go up and down. I'll, I'll go from 10 to 3 back to 12. Uh, I'll be all over the place. But in no particular order, let's start with one that I think is super, super important. Lesson of 2021. And it's actually been a lesson for the last two years, to be honest with you, is Family is so important, you guys. I have not seen my family for over two years now. And the world kind of shut that situation down. And I know so many people. I was actually just messaging with a woman in my DMs the other day. She lives in South America and she's trying to go to South Africa, where she's from for Christmas. And they have shut those borders too. And she's on year three of not seeing her family. So um, family is just really freaking important. I remember seeing or hearing a Jesse Itzler podcast. If you guys don't know who Jesse Itzler is, his wife is Sarah Blakely, and he's an unbelievably inspirational human being, kind of obsessed with him. Hopefully one day he'll be on the podcast. But um, I remember him doing a story or a podcast or a live or whatever he did on talking about breaking down the amount of weekends and holidays you have with your kids. And you know, obviously I don't have children, so this resonates with me with family, but you know, my parents are in their mid sixties. How many more times do I get to see them? How many more weekends, how many more holidays, how many more of those things do I actually get to see them, especially since they lived in a different country. And then, you know, the world, uh, the Canadian government kind of shut a lot of things down to make travel possible, uh, for the last couple of years and the American government as well. But all of that to be said is how many more times do I actually get to see them? And, you know, when they are coming to stay with me for the next month, I will have to remind myself that when they're in my home and my space after not seeing them for two years, having to live with them for a whole month or getting to live with them for a whole month, I guess I should say that. But, you know, family is super important. And I think we all take that for granted. And it's sometimes we have to have it taken away in order to see what a blessing it truly is. So that's number one, spend time with your family, because I'll tell you for not being able to see my my parents and, you know, my grandparents who, if I'm being 100% serious with you, I may not get to see again. Um, that is a reality, especially since my grandma has Alzheimer's. So, um, yeah, it's one of those things that it is part of life, but family is really important. And don't ever forget that and don't take it for granted, because sometimes when it's taken away, you realize how important it is. Um, number two, you know, health, health is one of the biggest blessings in the world. And I guess I'm starting this podcast off a little serious, but there's some good ones in here too. So I hope you stick, stick around to the end, but, um, number two, health is so important. Health is got to be your biggest blessing. Um, over the past year in 2021, uh, I have personally experienced, um, four losses and two of them were, uh, unbelievably tragic and immediate, didn't see them coming. And two of them were due to cancer. And I will tell you, health is one of the most important things ever. And I think in the society that we live in, a lot of people take it for granted. And I even took it for granted for a really long time. And I'm not going to be the person on here who tells you I am like the perfect health queen in any regard. I'm not. 
you know, I think I do a pretty good job of taking care of myself. Can it be better? Yes. In 2022, that is going to be my goal. In 2022, I turned 40 and my goal is to get in pretty dang good shape for the first time in my life because uh, it's been it's been a, a while since I've done that. But overall, I'm in pretty good shape. Overall, I take care of myself. But I think health is one of the biggest blessings. If you don't have your physical, mental, and emotional health. You truly don't have anything. And I think we all need to put a biggest, bigger focus on taking care of our health so we can stay mentally, emotionally, and physically healthy. And I think all three are so important, not just, you know, our physical health. I think mentally and emotionally, it has, for me personally, taking care of my emotional and mental health has, um, definitely been more of the driver's seat the last few years. My physical, you know, physical fitness has probably and and eating habits have probably taken a back seat. But, you know, at different seasons in time, I think we have to focus on all of them on different ones. And for me, you know, the mental and the emotional over the last probably four or five years has definitely been my focus. And hopefully in 2022, I, I'm going to take more of the physical, uh, physical health a little bit serious. I am putting it out there on this podcast. I put it out on my social media. I am doing 75 hard before my 40th birthday. So that will mean I have to start sometime in July. I am doing it. And my husband apparently says that he's going to do it with me, which would be um, such a blessing and such a dream. I have, you know, uh, you know, I, I think we'll go on to number three lessons of uh, lesson number three, find a partner who uh, encourages you and supports you and makes you better and brings joy to everything that you do, um, even when it's really hard. And so I want to say that I'm so unbelievably grateful that I have put my marriage first. And one thing that I teach with my clients is oftentimes people come to me in the beginning and they say something like, you know, I'm really, my family's most important, my health is most important, and my business is most important. Those are the top three priorities in my life. And then when we actually go through what are the actions that they're doing in the day, on their daily, uh, none of those three things are very congruent. You know, they're not taking care of their physical health. They don't spend any time with their family. And, you know, they uh, are putting their marriage on the back burner. I want to remind every single one of you that if you say something is important to yourself, look at your habits, look at your daily and see if there is congruency between what you say you want and what actions you're taking. And if that is not the case, you might need to look at the priority to see if it is actually a priority or if you're just saying it's a priority. Perhaps to you, your physical health isn't a priority. And you're like, you know what? I don't know why I keep saying this because I actually don't want to do the thing. And I actually don't really care to put the time, effort, and energy behind taking care of my physical self. Well, then that's fine. That's totally up to you. No one, no one is telling you what you should or shouldn't be doing, and you should only listen to yourself. But quit saying that you actually want to put it, make it a priority when you're not actually in alignment with what you're doing and your actions on a daily if you say you want something. And going back to finding the partner, I definitely 100% will tell you, I put energy and effort into my marriage because that is what I want to thrive. I have been putting energy and effort into my marriage and my business for the last four or five years. And guess what? Both of them are thriving. I haven't put as much uh, a mental, emotional, physical energy time into my physical health. And guess what? That's probably why I'm not in the best shape I've ever been before. So 
know where your priorities are and then be able to take action from that. And so for me, having a solid marriage is 100% the most important thing to me. Having a successful business where my clients are number one and I am thriving in my business is so important. And I put a ton of time behind that. So that's kind of a lesson in itself is know where your priorities are and know where your time is being spent. And if they are out of out of whack, well, then you know why the thing that you actually say that you want is probably not actually happening. So um, thank you to my amazing husband who actually makes me a priority and makes our marriage a priority as well. And I'm going to tell you, he said he's going to do 75 hard with me. So hopefully, folks, he actually holds accountable to doing that next summer for my 40th. I am putting it out here. I'm putting it everywhere into the universe right now because I do think when you put something out there, um, that allows you to show up for it. So if I actually have put this out here 100 times, I'm actually going to show up to it. That's a, that's a lesson in itself. If you want to actually do something, put it out into the universe and tell people that you're actually going to do it. So then you actually feel accountable to actually doing it. Accountability is everything. Um, another lesson in 2021. Wow. There's been so many, whew, there's been so many ways that this has shown up to be true. Um, everything happens for me and everything works out for us. You know, it's interesting. My uh, clients even use this phrase now. So Nathan and I have been using this phrase for a while. We, we've used the phrase, I think last year we used the phrase in 2020, we did hard things or we do hard things. And I think that that was a phrase that a lot of my clients um, started to use and really enjoy. We do hard things because because behind every hard thing is just usually a beautiful, a beautiful experience. So think about any hard thing that you've ever done in your life. And typically, once you're on the other side, you, you probably feel like it was a, a pretty darn good thing in your life. Um, but now we're starting to use everything works out for us. And so many of my clients do it too. It's so amazing when someone will send me a message or a Voxer, all my one-on-one -on -one clients use Voxer. They'll send me a message. They'll be like, don't worry, everything works out for me. It's going to work out amazing. And I just, I laugh and I just find so much joy in that because when, when you truly believe everything works out for you, it's amazing how your brain can find the way that it's actually worked out for you. And I I believe everything happens to me and happens for me, right? Everything that's happening to me is happening for me. So when you believe those things and those lessons, like that is a lesson, believe that everything is happening for you and believe that everything is going to work out for you as it should. It changes the game. You don't get upset about the little things anymore and you find optimism in everything and you you can literally see how every single thing is working out for you. Even if it's not the way that you think it should go in the beginning, if you flip it in your mind and you're like, oh, everything works out for me. You know, just yesterday, silly example, but just yesterday, I was uh, flying home on a flight and I was, uh, it was just a rodeo. It was like, first of all, it said it was on time. And then like, 45 minutes before we were supposed to go, it said it was like delayed like six hours and then it went to an hour and then it went down to like two hours. It was just back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And I just kept messaging with Nathan and I said, don't worry, it's all going to work out. Everything works out for me. Everything works out for me. Like I just know it's, you know, everything works out for me. And sure enough, it did work out for me. I was only an hour delayed and the rest of the day, I literally like how often do you have a one hour delay and you're like, oh my God, that was the most amazing thing ever. What a great day. It's because in my brain, I was like, oh, everything works out for me. And shit, it could have been six hours, but I truly believe because I 
was looking at it as like, no matter what, everything's working out for me. Maybe I'll make a contact in the airport or maybe, you know, uh, I'll be on the perfect plane sitting beside the perfect person, whatever it was. But I was like, everything works out for me. Of course it does. So that is a lesson. Take those phrases, whether it's, you know, I do hard things, everything happens for me and everything works out for me. Feel free to use any of those. And it really does. It's a mindset shift. And I know that, you know, chances are, if you're listening to this podcast, you probably believe it to some regard. And if you're new here and you're kind of like, oh, what's this woo-woo crazy lady talking about? Just think about it. Just think, take any situation and go, you know what? Don't worry. Everything works out for us right here. You'll find some way that it's working out for you. I promise you. Um, another lesson of 2021. Uh, I think 2021, and I don't know about y'all, but I think 2021 was harder than 2020 in some regards. In regards to the tiredness. You know, for me personally, I felt more tired in 2021 than I did in 2020 because I think when 2020 and the pandemic kind of came about and I shifted, and you guys have known this if you've been here for a while, my clients definitely know. In 2020, like the minute the pandemic came down, like, yeah, maybe like not the minute, maybe like a month in, I was like, oh my God, this is going to be the best thing that's ever happened to me. And I just like doubled down on life. And guess what? 2020, you know, I thrived in a lot of regards. But I also think the fact that I did have that like killer instinct, no matter what, everything is working out for me in 2020. I think in 2021, I carried that on, but I also think for a lot of people, I know for a lot of my clients and for myself specifically, it was just like a heavier time. It was almost like in 2020, like, you know, what? let's just say May 2020, I turned like my on switch to like level nine out of 10. Like I was just like game on, let's go. And I really did a good job in my personal opinion. I, I feel like I did a pretty good job, whether it be in my business or my personal life. I really did a good job of keeping myself at a level nine. Well, I think I kept myself at a level nine, like all the rest through 2020 and pretty much most of 2021. But I will be honest. I think that like there is a level of feeling like a lot. And I think 2021, it was just a lot in some regards because I had been on that like level nine for such a long time. And, you know, another lesson that I've learned is that like what I do is actually pretty hard. Like this job that I do on a daily basis, whether it's holding people in a mastermind or one-on-one clients or my elite mastermind or my decided to return the network, which is a little less coaching, more teaching um, environment and just an amazing space for people to connect. But what I do is actually hard. And I don't feel bad about saying that because I've chosen it and I would choose it time and time and time and time and time again. And I, I personally hate the online space word of holding space. I don't feel like I just, oh, I don't know why. Like life coach and holding space are two words that like kind of make me want to throw up in my mouth a little. But um, <laughs> I just don't know why they're just not for me. Uh, but I, I do believe that like my job, that is a lesson that I've learned this year is like going at a, a like a level nine for as long as I have and doing the job that I do, it's hard. It is a hard job to have. And, you know, getting people to decide it's your turn, like that is a muscle. Getting people to 
are having all of my clients things, whether it's good or bad or thoughts or, you know, whatever it is that I hold for these people some days when it's hard for them and they give it to me or when I'm constantly thinking about like, how do I take my client from where they are now to where they want to be and what, like, what can I do for them? That is a hard place to be. And I am not complaining one iota. I choose what I do. I freaking love what I get to do, but I'm also telling you it's hard in some regards holding it. You know, at one point in time, you know, with both of my masterminds going and a full one-on-one client, you know, like a one-on-one client portfolio going, that's upwards of like 20, 30, like upwards of 50, 55 people at one point in time where I hold every thought that every one of them is having because I want my people to win so badly. Like Sometimes I feel like I want it for them more than they want it for them in some regards with certain people, not other people, but some of them, I want it so badly for them. Like I want them to feel the joy, the happiness, the abundance. I want the job to work out for them. I want the relationship to work. I want them to love themselves. I want their business to be going from, you know, a hundred thousand to a million. Like I want all of the things for them, but you know what? At the end of the day, sometimes that's really, really hard. And It's okay for that to be hard and it's okay for me to choose that. But I also too have to understand that like, wow, I really have to take care of myself in the best way possible. It was so interesting. One of my clients got her first client. She, she is uh, doing something similar to what I do. And she goes, Oh my God, I never knew how hard your job was. I was like, Oh my God. Yes. A hundred percent. She's like, it's the most fulfilling, hard thing you'll ever do. I was like, yes. Welcome to my world. 110% bang on. I think that brings me to the next lesson, which is, um, this is a good one. Walking, walk, walk. I want every one of you to decide to walk a lot in 2021 or 2022. I want you to walk all damn day. Walk, run, stairmaster, all of the things. But walking is one of the best possible ways to improve your mental health. I will tell you, I started walking in the beginning of 2020 when I got home from Thailand. So now it's almost a two full years that I've been walking. I probably missed 30, maybe 60 days of walks in two years. And I'll tell you, that's the best thing I've ever done. So start walking like literally clear your head, walk with a podcast, walk in pure silence, walk in the morning, walk at night, look up at the sky and just freaking walk. That is a lesson. I promise you start walking and then holler back at me when you learn that it's like one of the greatest things ever. (laughs) I promise you. Um, Another lesson, and this is a hilarious lesson, but it's dead serious. The truth lesson I learned in 2021 was the biggest mistake I made in 2020 was not to travel more in 2020. And I know a lot of people were nervous about traveling in 2020. My husband and I, we just weren't. I'll be honest with you. I have had the mindset from day one and you know, maybe this is the last time you listen to this podcast or maybe you're cheering and you're the exact same or maybe you're somewhere in the middle. Here's the thing. I don't care where you're at. I love I love my humans no matter where you're at. I, one of the greatest lessons in my business has been the fact that I can have people on polar opposites of the spectrum and still love people. I love it. I have clients who are left, right, middle. I have clients who are old, young. I have clients who are 
you know, all of the demographics. It's just one of the greatest lessons for me to know that I can just like love a, a human no matter where they're at. But going back to the travel thing, no matter what, no matter where you think about COVID and the pandemic and all of the things, for me, I was just like, I just decided that it was not going to be a thing in my life. I just decided that I wasn't going to let it affect me. I just decided I was 100% and never for one day going to live in fear about something that I couldn't control. So my husband and I traveled all the time in 2020 and some of the airplanes were like empty and the airports were empty and like the resorts, we went to Mexico, I think three or four times in 2020 and the resorts were like cheap and empty. Biggest lesson ever. Why the hell did I not travel twice as much as I did in 2020 as opposed to 2021? Because apparently everyone and their mother decided to start traveling again in 2021 and the prices are like four times as much. So that was a big lesson. Should have traveled more in 2020. <laughs> and maybe I should have traveled more in 2021 because who knows right now with inflation, everything is going up. But yeah, should have traveled more in 2020 because it was a hell of a lot, cheaty, uh, hell of a lot cheaper. You know, I don't know if you guys have ever heard this quote, but Warren Buffett had a quote uh, or a phrase that said, when people are scared, be greedy. And when people are greedy, be scared. You know, in the beginning of the pandemic as well, people were really scared. They didn't invest in the stock market. Guess what? Anyone who invested in the stock market at the beginning of the pandemic is pretty much baller right now. So always keep that in the back of your mind. If it worked for Warren Buffett, it's probably pretty good. So right now, when the world is being greedy, maybe you should be scared. I thought that was a, like a really great quote. So that's a lesson. Should have traveled more in 2020 and should have been a hell of a lot more greedy in the stock market in 2020. <laughs> uh, okay, another, another uh, lesson. This is a good one, you guys. Let go of the how. And what do I mean by this? You know, so many people, I think, no matter what they're doing, they are so worried about how it's going to happen instead of really leaning into the knowing it's going to happen and giving up the how to God, God, source, universe, whatever you believe. But I think that this has been one of the things that's really helped me is that I don't have to know how something is going to happen. If I have decided, like made the decision in my brain that it is 100% going to happen and I have faith that it's going to happen and I'm taking the action, don't ever forget that part. I am not the coach who's going to tell you, you can just decide something and sit on your ass. You are going to be the person who's decides something. You're going to have unwavering faith until it happens and you're going to take a whole bunch of action because those are the three things that will absolutely change anything in this world. Um... But forgetting the how, like you don't have to know how it's going to happen. You know, one of my clients, she is dead set, 100% decision is made that she is going to be making $100,000 a month in her business. Well, what I think kind of makes her fearful and scared and sometimes like, oh, is it possibly going to happen? Is she worries so much about how is it going to happen instead of just the knowing it's going to happen? And obviously, you know, we work on this all the time, but like when you release the how, it like it's the most random way in the planet how it actually happens. You know, one of my clients told me that, you know, she listens to the Rachel Hollis podcast and Rachel Hollis used an example one time says she's like, I just know I have just made the decision that I am going to make this X amount of money in my business. She's like, I'm going to make X amount of more money in my business. And you know what happened? One of her executives or one of her higher ups 
quit their job and her salary was exactly what she said she was going to make. I guarantee you Rachel Hollis wasn't thinking the money was going to come that way. But forget the how, like quit thinking about how is it going to happen and just show up to the decision and take the action. And I guarantee you it will happen. Let go of the how. There is freedom in letting go of the how. A next lesson that I think is a really good one, and I learned this from one of my really great friends, and I probably shared it on the podcast uh, a bunch of times, and I know my clients have heard the phrase over and over and over again, but you know, if you want something, there is always a way to yes. There's always, 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 always. You know, there's always a way to figure something out. And I want you to think about this for yourself. Like, what is it that you're telling yourself right now that you want? And if you want it bad enough, there is always a way to yes. The most successful people in the world always figure out a way to yes. I've had clients come to me before and say, Christina, I have to do this program with you. I've decided it. I know it. But this is the only way that I can do it. I'm like, okay, cool. Let's modify this, modify, modify this. You can do a payment for this. And guess what? There's always a way to yes. Even in my mastermind, which I'm launching right now, we start in January. A woman has said to me, she's like, I can't do all the payment all at one time, but I can do this and I can do this and I can do this. I was like, if you want it that bad that you came to me with a plan, I will always figure out a way to yes for you. I had a woman in my last mastermind who was literally struggling. And she said to me, she's like, I am not quitting no matter what. Help me find a way to yes to continue to work with you. And I said, absolutely. If you want something, and I was so proud of her. Like I was almost crying. I was so proud that she just decided to keep going and she found a way to yes. And guess what? Ended up working out wonderful for her. But there's always a way to yes. So I want you to think about this. No matter what it is that you're doing, if you want something bad enough, always tell yourself there's always a way to yes. You will always figure it out. My husband talks about this all the time in his business as well. He's in the construction world. And, you know, a lot of things are really difficult right now with, you know, supply chain and all the things. But in his mind, he's always telling himself there's always a way to yes. There's always a way to yes. He'll always figure it out. And it's just like, it's truly like it's game changing. I promise you guys, it's truly game changing. Um, So a next lesson And I just think this is super simple and it doesn't need to be like, you know, elaborated on is do more things that bring you joy than you're doing now. Do more things that bring you joy than you're doing now. How can you add more joy to your life? How can you do more things that when you're on your deathbed, you're not going to regret? Like, how do you do more of those things now? And I, I'm, I'm telling, like, I'm telling you today. Do more things that bring you joy today because the more joy that you're in, the more in alignment that you're in, you will literally attract more to your life. More attracts more. Like attracts like. Do more things that bring you joy to freaking day. Um, another more like, I guess, serious, serious lesson is um, this is a one that I have had to learn over the years, and I'm I'm 100 not perfect at it. But I think 20 to 21, for some reason, it's kind of been like a light bulb moment in my life. Is give people a little more grace than you think you should. And why do I say this? I for me, the reason why this has come about is there's just been certain people in my life that I just haven't really like jammed with, and 
couldn't, can't understand why they think the way that they think, but really going into therapy, like strong for a long period of time, again, started again this year. One of the things that I learned through being, so you guys, I have all the things, like I have a therapist and a coach. I have all the things, like I have just a really, really good system because I don't want to do life alone. Now that I know that like having a coach and having a therapist and having a mastermind group and having accountability partners changes your life, I'll never do life without it again. But having a new therapist for this past year, one of the things that I have learned is that, um, she gave me a perspective that was so much different than the way I thought. And she said, you know, most people don't think the way that you think. And what does this have to do with grace? It's like the main thing for me that I got out of that is that like the way that I view something, not everyone views that. And like, duh, Christina, like I get like, how do you not realize that we're all different? But like giving a person grace because they don't think like the way that you think is hugely important. I also think too that something that's really helped me is understanding that most people have not done the work on the mindset the way that I have. Most people don't have the confidence in themselves the way I am confident in myself. And I don't say that cocking, cockily, cockily. I don't know how to even say it. I don't say that to be an asshole. I say that because it's like just plain a day. It's like the truth. And if I understand that it's taken me like 12 plus years of working on my mindset and then I am around someone who I'm just like, oh, they're an idiot. They're not an idiot. They just don't freaking know. Like most people just don't know that they can control everything by controlling their minds. Most people just don't know that they have the power to control their happiness, their abundance, all of those things. And so I have to give those people grace. Like I literally just have to give them grace. They don't understand that like their unhappiness is pretty much their fault most of the time. And I'm not saying seasons and I'm not saying like every time, but overall, most people do not understand that their abundance, their life, their happiness, their joy, their everything is controlled by themselves. So I have to give those people grace because they just don't know. And I think that that's like really, really helpful for me. Like my therapist was huge. Like how she, how she gave me an example and I'll share the example with you guys. She said to me, she's like, okay, Christina, the way that you think about coaching and masterminds and confidence and mindset and all the things is like a crazy CrossFitter person. I was like, what are you talking about? She's like, you know, those crazy CrossFitter people who like literally like will look at you and like scream left, right, and center that like CrossFit is like the greatest workout of all freaking time. And there's nothing better than CrossFit or like throw in vegan or whatever you want. Like being a vegan is the greatest thing ever. Like being a vegan, it's like, it'll change your life. I am like the crazy vegan CrossFitter when it comes to confidence and mindset. (laughs) Like when she told me that, I was like, oh my God, you're absolutely freaking right. I am the crazy CrossFitter. I so apologize because some people who don't really love like the confidence mindset, all of the work that I do, look at me as the crazy CrossFitter, but just for the mindset work. And I'm like, ah, I get it. I'm like, okay. It made so much sense to me. So again, the lesson in that right there is like do therapy, have a coach, 
give people grace and know that sometimes the thing that you're most passionate about, other people think you're badass crazy about. So that's me. So hopefully if you're here, you understand the reason why I do the things that I do because I am badass crazy. I am like the crazy crossfitter for like mindset work, knowing you can change your life. <laughs> but it just, it made it so much easier for me to give another person grace because they just don't look at it the way that I do. Their lives haven't been transformed with this kind of work, the work that I do, it, they haven't been transformed the way that, you know, I know it can transform you. So I have to give certain people grace because a lot of people are not going to understand it the way that I understand it. And that was like a hugely and helpful, important thing for me. Um, you know, the next lesson here is invest in yourself more than you do now. You know, I have no, I have come to realize that when I tell people that I invest over $100,000 into myself, people literally think that I am unbelievably crazy. Like they could not imagine why I would spend that amount of money per year on myself. And it's not even just the money, it's the time. Like I invest so much time, energy, and money into myself. It is astro like I actually should be way better than I am now that I'm thinking about it. <laughs> when I'm thinking about it now, I should actually be a lot further along in my life. I should look like a supermodel with a rock solid mind with a bank account of a billion dollars because that's how much time, energy, effort, investment I put into myself. So maybe, maybe that wasn't a great, maybe there's the lesson for 2022. No, uh, but no, but all seriousness, I, I really do. I, I think that investing in yourself more than you do now is probably one of the greatest lessons. You know, I say this because you are like you, whoever is listening to this, you, her, him, whoever listening to this podcast today, you are the best investment you could ever make. Your iPhone is going to, you know, fall apart and you'll need another version. Your car there's plenty of cars out there and it'll break down your house, all of the things like I would literally spend as much money on myself as most people do on a home. And I and I say that like and you could roll your eyes and think that that's stupid, but I am the best investment I can make like me. I am the best investment when I know that I can do whatever I want, when I know that I have the confidence in myself to figure anything out, when I know that like my mindset is so rock solid that I could like pretty much survive whatever. I, and I, and I say that not wanting to be tested to the absolute max, the way I have in some point, points in my life. And I'm sure I could be tested a thousand times more. Like this isn't a contest. This isn't a comparison journey, but like, I truly do believe that had I not invested in myself and that is time, money, energy, you know, podcasts, books, coaches, programs, whatever, I, I wouldn't be the same person that I am today. I wouldn't have the life that I have today. So the next time you're looking to invest in yourself, whether it's $5,000 or five hours, I really want you to think about like, if you invested in yourself, would you be better for the long run? Would you be able to take care of yourself, your kids, your family, you know, just your happiness, your joy, your business, whatever it may be, if you invested in yourself? Like you are missing out. I know it is scary to put money into something that feels not tangible. Like I get that. I want you all to hear that. I understand that putting money into yourself 
feels like it's not a tangible thing. And that can be scary. You know, if I said to you, hey, you put $100,000 into buying this house and in five years from now, this house is going to be worth $125,000. You'd be like, yeah, absolutely. That's killer money, right? Like that's a killer percentage. But you are the best investment. You, you, you. There is no better investment ever because when you invest in yourself and you grow your confidence and you grow your mindset and you grow your belief and you grow your happiness and your joy and abundance and all of the things, that investment will pay off way more than investing into a home. I just, I need people to understand that because I know it can be a scary thing investing in yourself, but whatever you're doing now, whatever time you're investing in yourself now, double it. Whatever money you're investing in yourself now, whether it's a dollar or a hundred thousand, maybe you don't want to double the hundred, but maybe you do, you know, like I, I'm not afraid to invest in myself. I'm not afraid to go all in on myself because over the last, you know, 10, 12 years of investing in myself, I have gained the confidence to know that I know I will figure every single thing out always. It's like, it is, it is the best investment you can possibly make is investing in yourself, investing into your mind, your health, your abundance, all of the things. And that is just a huge lesson that I have to point it out. Um, here's another funny one. My best investment <laughs> in a non-personal thing has been um, the forever Venus de Fleur flowers that I bought almost a year ago. I'm just throwing that in there, you guys. 21 lessons of 2021. Those Venus de Fleur flowers, you guys, they're the online flowers. They're real flowers that last um, close to a year. Let me tell you, I bought mine in January. It's now middle of December. So we're 11 months in and these babies look unbelievable. They're expensive as hell. I'm not going to, I'm not going to like, you know, pretend that they're not. Best investment right there. Fake flowers that are not fake flowers. They last all year long. They don't need any attention. They're gorgeous. That's a lesson of 2021. I'm going to buy more. Just throwing that one in there. Another lesson that I think is like really important. I'm going to like throw it out there. Integrity. If you don't have integrity, you have nothing. And there's so many people in the online space and in the world in general that don't have it. Guess what? I will die with mine. <laughs> that is the most important quality to me on my list of characteristics, human quality, my core values, integrity, integrity, integrity. If you don't have it, you're pretty much fucked. That I'm just saying it. That was a lesson right there. Uh, another quick lesson that I think is really, really important. Um, life is really short. There's way too many people that don't understand that. You're going to die. Hopefully it's not today. Hopefully it's not tomorrow but life is really fucking short. So do the things that brings you joy, invest in yourself and buy the fake flowers because really you can't take it with you when you die, right? Um, <laughs> I think that's important. You know, another one that I think is kind of more of a serious one in 2021 that I've learned is you're gonna get hurt. This year I got hurt a couple of times by, um, you know, friends, whatever you wanna, whatever you wanna say. The details don't really matter, but I will tell you, I don't regret anything because I do believe it's kind of like a relationship, right? You can't experience the greatest high. You can't protect yourself from hurt to not experience the greatest high. And so I just tell you that to say, like, I want the joy and the experience more 
then I want preventing myself from getting hurt. And I think we're all going to get hurt in this world, but I want to feel the joy and the love and the abundance of putting myself out there. And if I get hurt along the way, then I get, I guess I get hurt along the way. So I don't know if that one makes complete sense, but if it does to you, let me know. And um, yeah, be, be willing to get hurt to experience the highest of joys. Uh, another one, consistency. Consistency compounds and way too many people skip the little things. You know, I've said it a thousand times and a lot of people don't believe it. And I'm going to be honest with you. I was probably one of the people that like for years, I was like, nah, they're not telling the whole story. I swear to you, the whole fucking story is consistency. Literally, consistency literally compounds. Do the little things, whether it's working out, listening to this podcast, you know, doing my daily devotional. You guys, I have done, I have posted, if you don't follow me on social media at the Christina, I do a daily devotional every single day. I've been doing it for four years. And I'll tell you, that shit compounds. <laughs> like, not only has that compounded in my faith, that's compounded in the people that I have in my business that has compounded to the reliability people find in me. I know that I don't even know if that's a word, but people feel like they can trust me. And that has gotten me a lot of clients in my business, to be honest with you. People know that like every single day, this bitch is going to show up and do the thing that she says she's going to do. Like that is unbelievable. Most people are not willing to do the small things over and over and over and over until it works. Like people want to take the fast cut <laughs> and get, usually they get burnt along the way. If you want to go far, do something really consistent for a really long period of time and watch it compound. Like it will compound. I had a speaker in my mastermind this past year. His name was Jeff. Jeff Standridge, and he did a fantastic job of explaining, would you want a one penny compounded over a month or a million dollars? And <laughs> funny enough, I was like, I think a million dollars is more. He's like, eh, wrong. You want the penny compounded. You know, there's a, there's a reason why, you know, the financial people tell you, you know, start young and put in a hundred bucks and it'll compound and all the things like that shit works, you guys. And it's the same thing for your business, your relationships, your health, your fitness, all of the things like quit trying to skip to the end. Like the joy is in the journey, guys. The joy is the little things. The joy is the consistency. And sometimes it's really hard. I am the person who is going to tell you. And my coach always tells me, I like, I'm the person who tells you it's hard more often than I tell you that it's worth it. And it's fun. No, it's definitely worth it. And it's fun. You know, I, I have so, I've had so many clients in my masterminds this past year, just absolutely crush life. I've had one-on-one -on -one client make $3 million more in her business. I had another client do over $300,000 in her business. I had, and, and you guys, I, my decided to turn mastermind. Everyone always asks me the same question. Is it just for business? The answer is 100% no. Decide it's your turn. The mastermind is not just for business. If you want to grow a business, if you want to grow your, you know, your confidence in your business life, sure. But overall, the decide it's your turn mastermind is to grow your confidence in your self-worth and to be surrounded by like-minded people who want the exact same thing and will not let you fail. Like that is the decide it's your turn mastermind. Now my elite business mastermind, yeah, that's definitely for people who want to scale their business and make you know, multiple six through seven, multiple seven figures.
But the design is your turn mastermind. It's 100% growing your confidence, your self-confidence, your self-worth, growing your tribe, being surrounded by amazing people who could potentially, possibly end up being lifelong friends. That's what the decide is your turn mastermind is. But those people in those groups, I'll tell you, I had a woman in my group last year. She just decided to walk. And guess what? She walked every bloody day for 100 days. Why? Because I held her accountable, because the people in that group held her accountable. And you may think, well, what the heck? Why would someone invest, you know, up to $4,500 to like be held accountable to walk 100 days? Guess what? That woman, she's back again. Want to know why? Because she knows that that's the first time in her X amount of years of life, 40, 50 years of life, that she has been held accountable to do something so consistently, consistently that she trusts herself that she's going to show up through every hard thing. You think it's the, you think it's just these little things that people are doing that like, oh, I can skip past that. You're crazy. Those little things done consistently day in and day out when it's really hard, they compound to the most magical life ever because you learn you can trust yourself. And a walk then turns into the next thing that turns into the next thing that turns into your, you know, the life that you actually want. Don't forget the little things. And if you're questioning, oh, what's walking 100 days then? Tell me, think about this. When's the last thing? When's the last time you've done something every single bloody day for a hundred days straight when you don't want to do it? Let me know. I'm really curious. Let me know. Have you had that? And if you don't, maybe you do need the mastermind because maybe you need to be held accountable to do something so bloody consistently that you can do it inside and out no matter what and if you skip even if you skip a week then you come back and you do it for another 100 days straight that's going to be the real test and right now she's actually going through that and guess what i will make sure that myself in the next round that starts in january holds her accountable to doing the next thing because those are the things that matter you guys that is such a lesson things compounded consistently will get you the results quit trying to skip to the end Okay, you guys, I really think that that is close to 21 things. I'm looking over my list here to like see if I, yeah, I really don't think that I've missed anything. But I will tell you, I think one of the last lessons that I think in 2021 that has been a really good one for me and has just been really helpful over the last, it just even the last few weeks, it's come to light time and time again, is I really think that we as people need to put human beings above everything else, especially in this online space you can kind of get sucked in and the podcast and you're thinking you're doing things wrong. You know, I have a client, she's such an amazing human. She's got four kids and a thriving business and a husband that travels. And she just, sometimes she even said to me, she's like, I think I'm failing at everything. And I'm like, Oh my gosh, you're not failing at everything. Sometimes we just have to be human beings and knowing that like, if you want something greater in this world, Sometimes you're going to have to do things that most people do. And if you're listening, most people do not do. And if you're listening to this podcast, you know, I call my clients, a lot of my clients, I call them unicorns because they're doing things that most people are not doing. And even you just listening to the, this podcast, you're a unicorn. You're doing something that most people won't do. You know, you're doing something that most people will not do, which is invest in yourself. Take time to make yourself better, make yourself happier. 
be surrounded by more people that bring you more joy and for you to realize that there's so much joy and so much abundance and so many blessings in this world. I just want you to know that I think it's so important to be a human, be a good human, a human of integrity. And thank you guys so much for being a part of this podcast for the last, gosh, I cannot believe it's almost been 10 months. Um, I'm so unbelievably grateful. I am excited that I get to do this every single day and we will be showing up every single Thursday in 2020-22. We have a few amazing guests on the horizon for early 2022. 2022, is that really a hard word to say? I feel like it's going to be a hard thing to say, but we're going to have to say it for a year. Either way, guys, I'm so unbelievably grateful. Thank you so much. I still have a couple of spots left, like less than a handful for my Decide It's Your Turn Mastermind. If you're wanting to grow your confidence, grow your self-worth, be surrounded by amazing people, perhaps start the business, lose the weight, you know, all of the things, get in the relationship, learn to love yourself, whatever it is, I would love to talk to you. Send me a message on DM, on Instagram, at Christina. Check the show notes. You can find me. Uh, we start second week of January. I would absolutely love to have you. It's four months. You get one-on-one coaching with me. You get the group. You get the guest speakers. You get the Decide It's Your Turn, the network. Um, It's just an amazing space, and I'm so honored and humbled that you guys have tuned in for a solid 10 months straight, and I can't wait to see what the next 10 months hold. Hey, ladies, listen up. I wanted to let you know the Decide It's Your Turn Mastermind is now open for enrollment. I've been doing this mastermind for over four years now, and women are walking away more confident, more in their purpose, more in alignment to do the thing that they are absolutely put on this planet to do. You don't have to have a business, but if you do, I guarantee you'll walk away more confident to make those sales. If you need more confidence to live a life that you're absolutely obsessed with, you will walk away more in alignment than ever before. This mastermind includes one-on-one coaching with me. This is what sets it apart. My job is to make sure I hold you accountable to living a life that you're absolutely obsessed with and I know this mastermind is the thing to do it. Connect with me on Instagram at bchristina. Check the show notes. Send me an email. Seats are filling up fast. One-on-one coaching is included in this four-month mastermind. I'd love to have you there and I can't wait. Thank you all so much for joining me on today's episode of the Decide It's Your Turn podcast. If today's episode resonated with you at all, please share it with a friend. Also, head on over to iTunes. Leave us a five-star review and a comment. What is it that you want us to talk about that will help you realize that at any moment and any day, you too can decide it's your turn. I'm Christina LeCure. I'll see you next time.